Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the episode of Living Line Outdoors. On the mic with you. It's Wednesday. This is our study time. We've been studying the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit as a whole, uh, how He relates to us, how we can uh, benefit from an infilling of the Holy Spirit, walk in the Spirit, those types of things. Been studying this for a long time. Just uh, I really can't seem to get away from it, and I honestly don't really want to. Um, this is good stuff. This is good teaching. I hope you're gaining ground from this. If not, you should be, because it's really simple, it's simplistic, but yet it's very life-transforming when we dive into the gifts of the Holy Spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to use us the way He would like to. So we're going to go to the, whole, the, the Spirit-Filled Life, Week 22. Again, these are, these are studies that Pastor Joe Rystek uh, has put together. He's allowing me to use them. I love this. Uh, it's great material. But the week 22 is eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. And we've walked through the nine spiritual gifts. We've labeled those out. You can go back and, and listen to those again. Uh, we've talked about who the gifts are for. They're for everybody. And we're to desire them. We're to eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 says, Follow the way of love and eagerly desire gifts of the Spirit, especially prophecy. Why? Because prophecy, it, 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 it speaks to the body of Christ. Uh, when we speak just in tongues, we're speaking to the Lord. When we speak in prophetic word, we're speaking to the body. It edifies the entire body. As a pastor, I hear the excuses people make all the time to not be used in the spiritual gifts. The most popular excuse I always hear is, I don't have any spiritual gifts because God hasn't given them to me. It may be true that they haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit yet, but the fact of the matter is, it's not because God hasn't given anyone the gifts. It's really because we haven't eagerly desired to receive them because they're available to all. Scripturally stating that the gifts of the Holy Spirit are available to everyone. We can all walk in these gifts. Take, for example, the topic of salvation. God has made salvation available to everyone according to the scriptures. However, only those who believe and accept the gift of salvation are what we call saved. Consider 1 John 2, verse 2. He, Jesus, is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. Now, no one will go to hell because God didn't offer them the gift of salvation. People will go to hell because they reject the gift of salvation. Uh, people love to ask, how can a loving God send people to hell? God doesn't send anyone to hell. Scripture plainly states he, he would that all would come to repentance and come to him. That God can't look upon our sin, so we have to repent. We've got to be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. We've got to accept him as who he is as Savior, recognizing that we're not worthy, we're sinners. And, and when we come to and ask that forgiveness of our sin and ask Jesus to, to cover us, then, then God can look upon us and we can be found in him and have an eternal salvation, have an eternal place with, with him in glory. God doesn't send us to hell. If someone goes to hell, it's because they chose to. They did not accept the gift of salvation, and that's all scripturally based. The same is true with the spiritual gifts. God has made them available to everyone through the baptism of the Holy Spirit. However, only those who believe and accept the gifts will be used in them. 
if you don't believe and accept them, it's it's like anything else. If it's a gift package sitting on the table and, and you don't believe it's yours and you don't accept the gift, then it'll sit there unused. You won't be able to use it because you don't accept it. You haven't opened it. You haven't applied it to whatever it is in your life. Remember what Peter said at Pentecost. Luke records this in Acts chapter 2, verse 38 through 39. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are afar off, for all whom the Lord our God will call. All being the key word there. All we have to do is repent of our sins and be baptized into the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, and we will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Salvation and the baptism of the Holy Spirit are both gifts from God that must be received in faith. Otherwise, they will never be present in our life. God has already made the choice for all people to be saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, to operate in the spiritual gifts. Now it's up to each person to make their own choice, either accept or reject the gift of God's gift that God's gifts to us. That is why Paul stated that what he did not in today's passage, he clearly wrote to, to follow love and eagerly desire the gifts of the spirit. Paul couldn't have been any clearer concerning God's command towards all disciples of Christ and the gifts of the spirit. God wants us to want them. We've got to want these gifts. We've got to have a desire to operate in the gifts of the Holy Spirit that God left available to us to use here on this earth to further his kingdom. It's there. It's our gift. Why not operate in them? Why not accept these gifts? Why not seek him for more and more and more? And as we seek God for more, he uses us in each gift according to his will, according to as the Spirit gives them at any particular time for any particular reason. That was a mouthful. It has always been the heart of God to have a people filled with his Spirit. In the time of Moses, some of the Israelites saw new people receive the gifts, and they asked Moses if they should stop them. But he responded in Numbers eleven twenty nine. Are you jealous for my sake? I wish that all the Lord's people were prophets and that the Lord would put his spirit on them. This was all the way back into Moses' day. Okay? The gifts of the Spirit were in action there as well. Also, when the Holy Spirit was poured out at Pentecost, the main passage Peter preached from his, was in the Old Testament promise that all people would be filled with God's power. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 through 29, the prophet said this, And afterward I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. We are in those days, as Joel prophesied. Therefore, rid yourself of all the excuses and jump in the river of God. It's flowing around us right now. And it's 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 ever present. It's right here with us. God's presence surrounds us constantly, but we must enter into it. It's it's up to us. God's not going to flood over us if we don't want it. We got to want it. We got to be hungry for it. We got to desire it. And when we have that desire, we'll see things happen in the spirit realm like we've never seen before. Eagerly desire the spiritual gifts and get ready to be used by God. Rid yourself of all the excuses. Get rid of your excuses. Eagerly desire the gifts of the Spirit. Ask God daily to use the use you in these gifts. 
Lester, Summer, Lester Summerall wrote this, When God makes a promise, he keeps it. You can begin seeking the gifts of the Spirit because the Lord said you could have them. They are for you, for your children, and for every believer. The first way to receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit in your life is by saying, the promises are mine. Just begin to talk to the Lord. Lord, these promises that are listed here, they're mine. You promised them to me. Help me understand how to operate fully in the gifts of your Spirit at whatever place and time you need me to. Always come to church ready to be used by God. Always get up in the morning ready to be used by God. It ain't just for church. It's for everyday life. We, we've been talking about this, sharing with uh, with a person who's having some difficulties and struggling through some things, and I've been talking with them quite a bit. And 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 part of that is, is very simple to understand that it's a daily thing. It's a moment-by-moment moment if necessary. It's a time when we're to come before the Lord broken and, and, and open to allow Him to pour into us at any given time of any given day. And when we do so, He can gift us with those spiritual gifts to use them. It may embolden us to be a witness to somebody. It may prompt us to pray for somebody. I spent a lot. I've been on my tail quite a bit lately. haven't been able to do a whole lot. In my downtime, my mind is constantly going over things. I'm studying scripture. I'm getting into word. I'm writing messages. And God will prompt me. He'll put someone on my heart. And I'll shoot him a text or I'll shoot him a message and just say, hey, thinking about you and praying for you today. The response to that is is awesome. Because it's it's true, as God's Spirit opens somebody up to us, it allows us to to speak into their. Some people will say, "Man, I really need it today," you know, or or they might even open up even more and, and tell you what's going on in their life. You know, I know that as Christians today, we don't really want to know what's going on in someone's life. We ask them how you doing, but we don't really want them to give us an answer. Well, we need to fix that. We need to be concerned about our brothers and sisters in Christ, especially as well as those who are lost and need to be found. Always, always be ready to use the gifts by God. Wherever you go in life, ask God to bless others through you with the gifts of the Spirit. God will use you to bless someone. It could be simply in a smile. It might be in a handshake. It might be in a wave or just a glimpse of something, that somebody sees something in you that they're not seeing in this world. That's the key element. And when open open opportunities come, speak the word. Be ready in season and out. Speak the word. Preach the word. Just like it says, I believe, in 2 Timothy. We just talked about some of this. What a message. I pray that you truly understand and eagerly desire the gifts of the Holy Spirit. These spiritual gifts that God has given us freely to be used by his people right now in these days. How desperate we are for the spiritual gifts of God to be active and moving across this nation today. What a mess this place is in. God's ready to use you, but you've got to be willing to accept those gifts, accept His Holy Spirit, seek His Holy Spirit like you've never sought it before. Even if you don't understand it, just begin to talk to God about it. God, what do you want me to see in this? What do you you want me? How do you want me to act here? What should I say? What should I pray? Begin to seek the Lord for the power of the Holy Spirit to overtake you, to be baptized in His Holy Spirit, to be useful in these days ahead. I guarantee you, it'll empower you. It'll embolden you. It'll protect you because God's Holy Spirit will surround you. Amen. What a powerful word. 
God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following our podcast. Thank you so much for your financial support. So grateful for that right now, especially in these days, uh, as um, I'm literally unknown as to how long I'll be off work. Uh, we're just allowing the Lord to bless us, and He's doing so. Uh, he is faithful to do so. We're doing our best to be good stewards of everything He gives us. So if you want to be a part of what God's doing in this ministry, easy to do. All of our giving links are available on our website. They're on the Facebook page. Uh, shoot me a message. Shoot me a text. Whatever you want to do, we'll find a way for you to give if you want to give. Thank you for your giving. Thank you for your prayers. Uh, I'm amazed at how fast I've come through this surgery. People continue to say, wow, you're sure doing good for no farther nor long you are. And I believe that. I've got some issues. I've got some quirky things that were uh, that are frustrating. They actually have me kind of down in the dumps a little bit, uh, worried that this surgery hasn't done everything that I wanted it to do. But I'm out of pain. God's doing something. So uh, continue to pray with us, pray for us, pray for this ministry that God continues to use us in however he wants to reach those who are lost. Amen. That's our goal, to seek out that which is lost so that they may be found. Amen. God bless you guys. Ronan, I love you. We're praying for you. We'll talk to you again real soon.